Hello, hello. I am Mayor Watt, and this is another episode of Hometown Daily News Show. Let's get going. Hey, look. Got regular old music to start it out, but no intro music. It's only at the end. I'm going to keep on doing that. Why am I reading y'all in on that? I don't know. Just because. Have you ever thought that the holidays uh, couldn't get here soon enough and you just want a break? That's not me with the stream. I've been doing it 325 days in a row so far. Is that a major thing for someone to stream? Maybe. To me, it's pretty awesome. So today's episode is for November 21st, 2022. I did not put anything in the show bot and I did not uh, submit um, anything <laughs> for, for you to vote on. So we're going to do this live again. I have to uh, submit everything um, right now. Let me clear the list. We'll reset it. And I'll start submitting as we go. Again, I am Mayor Watt, and this is the Omtown Daily News Show. Come on over to omtown.com, become a citizen, and then keep in touch by uh, following me here on Twitch. And um, there's long-term storage over on YouTube. There's the podcast. You can listen to uh, the podcast via the and this episode, these episodes uh, via the website as well. Um, but mostly it's here on Twitch and um, then long, like I said, you know, go over to YouTube. If you missed a past episode, I hope that they're interesting and sometimes they ramble kind of like this intro uh, for a little bit. And then we, our tires grab on, grab onto the soil and we keep going, going forward. Um, I've already selected, I think it's 11 articles. And uh, like I said, I'll submit them over to Showbot as we go this time. If you type in exclamation point Showbot, it'll provide you a link and that link will send you over to hometown.showbot.tv where you can vote on today's articles. And um, I'm going to try and figure out a way so that we can retain them so that we can see what the vote would be not really expecting many votes because it's hit or miss if anybody follows the the url to it and um well i only stream for an hour out of the day so it's hard for people to get traction but i assure you if you come and visit the show follow me um one or the other i'll be able to uh, stay online more often i'm trying to and uh, starting in January of 2023, I'll be uh, spending multiple hours um, each day um, streaming uh, at least two shows and then um, hanging out before and after a show. Uh, each time I have to start and stop the show, don't freak out. It's part and parcel to the new uh, 2023 Hometown Daily News Show and hometown.com. Come and check it out. Okay, so the first article is about a video that uh, is capturing uh, 
a fireball flashing across the Toronto skyline before it struck Earth near Niagara Falls. Uh, I'm going to say that it's aliens, but I'm sure this news article over at businessinsider.com by Kelsey Blamis is going to say that it was a meteor of some kind. Um, so a vibrant fireball flashes across, uh, across, sorry, across the night sky in the early hours of Saturday morning. And, um, I talked about this briefly yesterday. Yep. There was something that came crashing down. It says the European space agency said the event marked only the sixth time in history, the impact of a space object with earth was successfully predicted. The agency said, while most asteroid collisions with earth are only discovered after the fact from evidence like craters, the number of occasions, pardon me in which a space rock is detected before it strikes is growing pretty neat. So it was anticipated by amateur and professional astronomers in the hours before it struck and it monitors um, asteroids, the minor planet center. And it was detected by Mount Lemon survey near Tucson, Arizona triggering a quote unquote warning of an imminent impact. Well, I hope that was a little bit softer role than just getting that text from what detects asteroids. That would be unsettling. Uh, so how is this working? Not well, because I am not posting these into a uh, showbot. So there's exclamation point in the URL and that'll get plugged into showbot. And now you can vote on it if you find that article interesting uh, the next article is uh, bob Iger is now taking over uh, disney again uh, re replacing bob jpeg apparently some long-term uh, goals have become an issue and uh, the rumor is that there is um you know reevaluation. it's pretty typical for a ceo to do I don't really stress about those kind of things. Uh, if you're doing holistic or technical analysis on your stocks, trading throughout, throughout the day, you're going to be technical, but these holistic ones, uh, you might benefit from paying attention to this. If you're just now finding it, finding out through me nearly three years ago, Bob Iger stepped down as Disney's CEO and he's back. After missing the onset of the pandemic, he returns to a very different company than the one he left, and he's expected to select another successor. Richard Lawler is the author of this over at TheVerge.com. And um, I thought it was interesting. Of course, Chapek was an Iger choice too. Chapek had been called the Tim Cook to Iger's Steve Jobs. But during his tenure, their handover got off to a rocky start with blowups like the, the Scarlett Johansson Black Widow lawsuit and Disney's initial lack of reaction to the Don't Say Gay bill in Florida, which uh, scuffed in its all-important reputation. And yeah, it's you know, not moving fast enough can kind of impact you in the long term. I, yeah. You know, it's one of those things where you just 
You don't want to be the person telling somebody, you know, it shouldn't take me reminding you of something like this for you to be aware of this. It happens to us all. And, you know, I, to a point I can see it happening, but wow. Uh, during an episode of Decoder Podcast in April, former Verge writer and now Parrot Analytics senior uh, strategy analyst Julia Alexander described the issues facing JPEG. That uh, Bob Chapek is in a difficult position of trying to take Disney, a legacy company, and make it into a legacy company of tomorrow. Yeah. Sometimes it's tough to evolve. And this would have probably been a, a glacial pivot, but they could have, you know, upgraded themselves and, and, and looked into the company uh, see themselves as the company of tomorrow but you know what they've always been innovative they've always been um as far as the business model it's been crushing it just going and going and going i i i see it as you better start paying more attention to the social issues more um in a more um, profound way uh, but we keep watching these companies and sometimes they just fall on their face. Okay, so let's go back to this. Make sure that I, sorry, things are a little quirky right now because I didn't get a chance to put everything into um, Showbot. So let's go. <clears throat> This next article is in the Warcrafters channel, five new Steam games that you probably missed. Um, it's actually um, an article over at PCGamer.com. Uh, Sean Prescott is the author, and it says five new Steam games that you probably missed. Now, uh, I've, uh, I, I took the honor of looking through these previous to the uh, stream because I wanted to see if we had already spoke about these um, articles and so goodbye world is one of them i'm not sure why the link is private um, maybe there is a video there that, that's turned off on youtube but it's a steam game and it says it's called goodbye world but that's not what i wanted to talk about i wanted to talk about organs please uh, which is a steam game for 13 bucks i don't know what it is immediately um, but according to the article it's 13 dollars and um so it launched in oh wait, wait wait yeah there we go so it launched in um early access about a week ago i guess and it says here organs please is a game about operating a recycling factory but here's a big twist you guess it it's a recycling of humans so this was like perfect for halloween uh, but it came out on november 17th uh, this would have been fun to play <clears throat> So it's a recycling facility on a spaceship, naturally. And in addition to building up these headquarters, you'll also be recruiting and nurturing your staff that you can choose to turn them into canned food, apparently. Zero Sievert is, an, is another game, and this one was... Uh, it's fun to watch. Hold on one second. Um, so it, it's fun to watch. Um, but it's a top-down survival shooter... I said in a bleak pixelated wasteland world and top down it's isometric um well your perspective is isometric here i'll even play the um 
thing. There you go. Oops. So it's not as isometric as you might think uh, something is this day and age. It, it's um, just drawn at an angle. Uh, it doesn't have real dimensionality to it. You can walk behind trees and stuff like that in buildings and, and whatnot, but uh, I don't think you can rotate the camera around. I don't think. I don't think anybody's done that. Anyway, Zero Seaver is a tense, top-down survival shooter set in a bleak, pixelated wasteland. Pardon me. I'm not sure what's going on here. Now, with its Eastern European setting and post-apocalyptic vibe, this shooter... Uh, resembles a retro take on the likes of Escape from Tarkov or Daisy. Yes, I agree. I think that's a great art. That's a great description. Um, this was Sean Prescott again, by the way, over at PC Gamer. So, um, Lapin is a bunny kind of a game. It's a platformer, uh, but um, you you really have to see how it plays. So, I just encourage you to go over and watch this video. Over at PC Gamer, um, and then there's Terracotta, which is uh, an action adventure game with some vague resemblance uh, to the old 8-bit and 16-bit Zelda games. Again, go over and check out um, the bigger description and the videos that are over at PC Gamer. I really want to tr go and try out Organs, please. Though I'm probably going to buy that here um, right after this show. <clears throat> Maybe stream it. I don't know. Depends on. If I can get my voice back. Um, the next article is in the four wheel tech channel and it's Domino's buys 800 Chevrolet bolt EVs as pizza delivery vehicles. I thought that this was an older article, but it's from Ars Technica today. Uh, so I, I was, I'm kind of, my brain is breaking. They've done this before. Uh, Jonathan M. Gitlin over at Ars Technica writes this article and it says, well, it may not be your favorite pizza slinger. One has to respect Domino's Pizza for being forward looking, whether or not it actually launched the first pizza delivery service in 1960. It certainly popularized the idea. And more recently, it's been testing autonomous vehicles and sidewalk robots to deliver pizza. So apparently they bought 800 um pizza delivery electric pizza delivery vehicles and i'm sitting there going i remember them doing that before pizza delivery vehicles specific not just people driving their internal combustion vehicles with a thing on the roof they're now doing electric because they if they keep it within 150 miles then you know, a car can go and deliver the pizza and come back because uh, you're getting about 300 miles. Man, let's say 250. So as long as they're within 100 miles. Uh, OK, wait, wait, wait. So it takes time to charge. So as as long as they're within 25 miles of the store, they can go forever and just charge up like nine volt batteries. These little bolts. Zoom, zoom. Anyway, that's a lot of money. 800 uh, Chevy bolts. <clears throat> Pardon me. And it, uh, it announced the arrival of 100 of them to select Domino locations. Can't wait until they're on eBay for sale. Um, okay. I'm losing my voice, so I think I'm going to end up uh, going through these pretty straightforward. This next article um, is 
over in Warcrafters, uh, mainly because of the source, but it's uh, Black Friday SSD deals for 2022. I've been looking into getting another SSD, actually several, um, and um, decided to go over to PC Gamer uh, because they talk about hardware. And um, so PC Gamer has this uh, article by George Jimenez, Black Friday SSD deals 2022, uh, the fastest PC storage at the lowest price. And they have one terabyte SSDs from a company called Solidime, which I've never heard of, but don't hold that against me. I just may not know um, for $60. And one terabyte SSDs, the Samsung 980 uh, SSD uh, for 80 bucks. So one terabyte. Um, they also have pricing for the UK. So you might be interested in going there if you run across my stream anywhere. So let's look at this. Um, the Samsung 980 Solidime is at $60, but it's one terabyte and it seems a little bit slower than I would expect. Um, in true to form that's, it reads fast, but it writes at half, a little more than half, half the speed, three, 75% I'll say. <laughs> um, and then the Samsung 980 is down there for $80. I think that is a great price and we're heading towards black Friday. So I think they'll probably disappear if you don't get in there now. Um, I might end up buying them. So the 980 Pro is down there as well. One terabyte and it's only $109. So about what $20 more. Yeah. Western digital is at a hundred dollars. Uh, man, the <laughs> we really need to start getting out there and buying these because it, the prices are dropping the more that people buy. So I really, I really dig that. So definitely, um, follow this link and, uh, let me throw it in there real quick into chat. Sorry that this show's taking so long. I'm barely into all of the articles. Okay, let me let me speed up a little bit. So here is the next article and it's scientists don't agree on what causes obesity, but they know what doesn't. Rates of obesity won't budge as long as society views it as a personal issue. So what could it be? A select group of world of the world's top researchers studying obesity recently gathered in the gilded rooms of the Royal Society, the Science Academy of Isaac Newton and Charles Darwin, where ideas like gravity and evolution were once debated. <laughs> uh, I'll leave it all alone. <laughs> Um, now scientists are arguing about the causes of obesity, which affects more than 40% of us adults and costs the health system about 173 billion each year. And at the meeting's closing session, John Speakman, a biologist offered this conclusion at the subject. There's no consensus whatsoever about the cause of, uh, what the cause of it is. And they're talking about obesity. So let's see, they 
A nutritional biologist presented the idea that all carbohydrates and fat in our body today dilute the protein our bodies need, get driving us to eat more calories to make up for the discrepancy. An, endocrin an endocrinologist spoke of the scientific model behind the low-carb diet approach, uh, suggesting eating patterns heavy in carbohydrates are uniquely fat-promoting. And uh, while an evolutionary anthropologist argued Many lean hunter-gatherer societies ate a lot of carbohydrates with a special affinity for honey. Yeah, but were they obese hunter-gatherer societies? Maybe they just moved slower. I don't know. <clears throat> and I've seen, I've seen, well, never mind the things I've seen. Um, at any rate, still others thought perhaps the problem is less about what you're eating and more about what we're not an ethologist oh yeah sure uh, shared their work uh, on the link between food insecurity and obesity in birds and um when food becomes scarce animals eat fewer calories but gain more weight uh, i think that might hint at the starvation diet that tends to be the thing that i keep hearing about uh, obesity and uh, what we should be eating and how we should be eating except that there's a whole broad spectrum of uh, when somebody eats when they don't uh, varying health etc and i think that really goes to the whole point of this article which goes on for quite a bit and if you're more interested in reading more about it then go for it um, but um, there is no firm consensus on what causes obesity uh, a lot of people out there will simply refer to it as calories, but um, there are people that eat uh, are sedentary, eat only 1200 to 1400 calories, and they're still obese. Um, and even intermittent fasting and working out, sometimes people end up getting uh, heavier and it's not muscle. They just don't burn off whatever it is that's causing them to uh, end up obese but one thing for sure is exercise is always good for you but apparently <laughs> it it is not necessarily known what causes obesity according to the royal society find that kind of interesting there's more in that article so definitely follow the link uh, the next article is in the Stock Marketeers channel, and this is about U.S. pricing for the median national rent. Um, this article uh, is over at MarketWatch. Um, it's by Emma Ackerman, and I don't like uh, the median national rent or median pricing to be used um, because depending on what the full spectrum is of pricing it isn't necessarily accurate two thousand dollars in some places and, and this is just it isn't the median it isn't the mode it's uh, I'm, I'm sorry it's not the um it, it really should be the average not the median um uh higher and, and really when you're looking at it you should probably show what both the median um is as well uh, it it's basically here let me do something real quick 
um, if you don't include more stats, it's basically just kind of uh, nebulous is the word that I would call it. Um, you never really know what the real average is. You don't know what any of these numbers are. 2000 for the first time. I mean, what is the high end? What is the low end? Um, overall rents were nearly a percentage point lower compared to the previous month, falling 0.97%. It just, it just seems like a stat. And that's why I included in this because you can sit there and look at stats and they can be manipulated one way or the other. And so not until you start looking really deep into this article, may you find some specific elements that are actionable uh, information, not just data you know, on the local level out, out of all of this. This is the last paragraph of this article, I think. Yeah. Um, on the local level of the 50metrosrent.com analyzed, Oklahoma City led the annual rent increases in October at 31.7%. Raleigh, Cary, metropolitan area in North Carolina followed it with an increase of 21%. And Cincinnati at 17 and Austin, Texas uh, at eight, uh, falling 8.7%. Um, yeah, you had to read basically the the whisper of the article at the very end out of the out of the state they really when you're going through school you find out that these little tidbits that are just thrown on at the end of the article are just there for padding the 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 bulk of it is a set at the top um, but here it says out of the states florida's market continues to dominate year over year rent increase at 23.2 percent yeah, there's a lot of money in florida you know that your property apparently uh, your property can't get taken away from you in florida um, during bankruptcy um, it's a protected asset uh, correct me if i'm wrong that is what i was told um so this next article is over on the warcrafters channel i chose this because i'm really interested in cyberpunk uh and Cyberpunk 2077 is this really popular game. If you've never heard of it, I, I'm not sure what's been going on uh, in your life in the last two years, but um, that might be a story in and of itself. Uh, come and talk to me. Um, but 2077 dips into white collar crime with this working stock market and news mod. This is awesome. Um, I haven't seen it other than, you know, this, this article, it says, uh, that means 33 stock tickers that you can monitor and invest in um, the likes of Arasaka and Militech, Lazarus and others, um, all of which will bounce and dip depending on your completion of quests. It works like the stock market in GTA 5. Uh, massacring a bunch of corp goons uh, can tank its stock and give you the opportunity to buy low, but doing the same thing for that corporation's competitors could send the stock skyrocketing this is awesome uh so go and check this out you'll have to go over to the article if you follow the link through hometown you'll get taken there obviously let me throw it into um, showbot for uh, anybody else that might stumble into the room once it's in showbot um you can actually do showbot 
and that will throw up the URL to the articles as they stand at this particular moment in the show, because I still have about four more um, strike that it looks like I only have two more. Um, and um, you can vote up or um, leave a comment if you just type in exclamation point S and then um, a nice message. Um, you'll see that show up in Showbot as well. So use it wisely. Anyway, this article is over at PCGamer.com and it's written by Joshua Wollens. And it actually shows um, the Keystone stock ticker. It's pretty neat um, this, and has an active stock market. And it says here, stock tickers will soar or dip based on what you do in game. I hope it's even more complex than just eliminating, um, you know, some goon one way or the other, depending on which side of the fence you're on. But um, anyway, it says thanks to a new mod from Keanu Wheeze and Scorn the Great and uploaded by Nexus Guy 999 just winner names all around you can stock um, you can stock market and new system finally extends the dead hand of finance capital man my brain is breaking here um, into cyberpunk's day-to-day -day. okay so I'm trying to wrap my head around that sentence stock market and news system finally extends the dead hand of finance capital into uh, cyberpunk's day to day that that's really hurting my head um, at any rate it's a dystopian world uh, that's okay anyway i think that this is awesome so what do you think let me know it says uh, the news service meanwhile comes with 66 news updates that are triggered based on the completion of missions and certain player actions uh i don't really play cyberpunk 2077 i love the idea of it i love watching it um this might get me in, into buying cyberpunk 2077 i know that there's a major update coming to it um you might want to go and check it out it's over on steam um then you can download mods so go go get it Okay, um, the next article is interest rates probably won't stay high thanks to a shrinking workforce and the tech industry's midlife crisis, top economist Paul Krugman says. Um, this I categorize as no shit news. Um, yeah, that's pretty true. When the economy is start, starting to tank in one direction, the interest rate will increase. And then at some point they will have to lower it so that somebody buys at some point. But when somebody walks up to you and offers you a credit card um, and it's at 30% interest, interest rates are pretty damn high, bub. And uh, no, of course not. They're not always going to stay high, but uh, maybe 20% of the generation is going to die off by the time that they start going back down. Um, in fact, let's, let's, look at, let's look at the stock market. So uh, today the stock market is sitting at uh flat <laughs> we'll just call it flat um right i mean i'm looking at futures and they're not going anywhere um bitcoin uh bit it and is at below 16,000 at uh 15,791 brutal brutal gas prices continue to decline um that's pretty cool you know 
everybody slapping those stickers on there saying Biden did this, I did this, etc., etc. Yeah, that's going to have that's going to age well. Um Yeah, so yeah, interest rates are going to decline. That's kind of how it works. Um Jennifer Soar over at businessinsider.com um, wrote this article and here's a Nobel, Nobel winning economist, Paul Krugman, looking at that sentence and title and saying, yeah, sure. Go ahead and run with that. Um, what all this suggests to me is that the era of cheap money is not in fact over, right? That's because it's so inexpensive right now. Huh? Okay. Says interest rates probably won't stay high thanks to a shrinking U.S. workforce and a tech industry in the throes of midlife crisis. Why? Mergers and acquisitions have concentrated wealth into a very select few people. Um, while there are millionaires being made, millions doesn't mean much anymore. You have to have something like two and a half million to be considered rich. And then it immediately ends up being uh 10 people at the old, uh, at the very top owning you know 98% of the uh, uh, economy uh, <laughs> or wealth I should say everybody's working really hard but not really paying the bills right well anyway in an op-ed for the New York Times the famed economist pointed out the surge in interest rates this year really uh, which has largely been spurred by the Federal Reserve's uh, fight to bring down inflation all right. Already, the central bank has raised rates by nearly 400 basis points. Uh, I don't know. I witnessed uh, oil, gas, and food, wheat, in particular prices, going up pretty dramatically. And instead of people having a smaller uh, profit margin, they end up uh, charging everybody more because supposedly there's more money in the system. As I had a conversation today, why not have a smaller profit margin and more wealth go to your workers? They're the ones that are making your business a success. You just happen to be either lucky or well positioned for the accidental flop over to your side of the seesaw. I don't get it. I mean, I get it. It's called greed, but. Why can't people have money so that they can afford to get things? Meanwhile, everybody's needs are met. The margin is still high enough to pay for everything. And the company still makes some money to set aside for its own investment and purposes. But everybody else's needs are met and you can uh, reduce the margin and give more to your employees. Why do you, why does the CEO have to show up in a Ferrari, but nobody else employed there is allowed to get that, that Ferrari as well. You know, the first person that, Im, that you employed was, uh, should have been compensated at something greater than, you know, barely making enough to get food. Anyway, investment spending will only remain high if we expect rapid economic growth. And what do we, uh, and what we know now doesn't support that expectation. What? 
An investment slowdown will also be spurred by what Krugman calls a general disillusionment in tech, pointing to a recent article from The Atlantic that painted the once high-flying sector as navigating a midlife crisis. No, it's financial abuses and other social issues, but it's dramatically high prices from supposedly a supply chain that wet the bed and and for whatever reason, instead of going, hey, we know that prices are uh, and we're going to have problem with the supply chain. Uh, no, we don't want to jack the prices up to $1,500 for our graphics card. But, oh, look, this is what we're going to do. There's so much. The, the disillusionment isn't because of the interest rate hike. It's because everybody is freaking greedy. And... Finally, I'm going to be uh, ending the show early. Um, the word in tech, uh, Ubisoft is back to releasing games on Steam, including Assassin's Creed Valhalla. And uh, we are constantly evaluating how to bring games to different audiences wherever they are while providing a consistent uh, player ecosystem through Ubisoft Connect, reads part of the statement uh, from Ubisoft spokesperson Jessica Roche. Uh, to The Verge, and Roche declined to say whether that means Ubisoft will now regularly bring games to Steam or if it's on a case-by-case basis. So um, maybe Ubisoft doesn't know exactly what they have planned, um, or they're going to plan to have both and release only on their platform shortly and then the long-term over on Steam. Um, But that's what they had to say. And of course, there is always more over at theverge.com including this article uh, that goes uh, well beyond uh, making the statement that i just read you and um, the fact that it's not clear why ubisoft stopped putting its games on steam or why it's even coming back quite interesting Uh, this is an article by sean hollister over at The Verge. And um, you know what? I am going to call it quits. Um, Yeah, it's kind of a a weird, slow kind of news day. Uh, We know that there, it was a long weekend. um, And um, yeah, I'm going to um, just end the show early. Sorry for all the ums. I'll correct it in the next one. Take care. Bye-bye.